The Gemara in Brachos brings a famous machlokus as to whether Tfilos Avos Tiknum or Tfilos Keneged Tmidim Tiknum. Whether the Tfilos were a Takana, an establishment of our forefathers, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, or whether the three Tfilos, Shachos, Mincha, and Arvis, were modeled and patterned after Karbanos and the Mikdash. According to one opinion, Tfilos Keneged Avos Tiknum, or Avos Tiknum, that Tfilos were Metuka by the Avos. According to this tradition, Avram was Metake in Tfilos Shachos, um, uh, Yitzhak was Metake in Tfilos Mincha, while Yaakov was Metake in Tfilos Arvis. While the other opinion says that, that Tfilos were po- modeled after the Avoda in the Mikdash, and you have the Shachos, which is modeled after the Tamid Shal Shachar, Mincha after the Tamid Shal Ben Harbayim, and Arvis after the Emurim that were Nikra of Anmezbeach throughout the night, the Emurim of the Kabanos that were Nikra of the day were, were Niktar on the Mizbeach throughout the night. So those are the two different opinions. It's very, very possible that these two different opinions reflect a difference in how to approach Tefillah, for instance, there's a machlokas between Ram Gamliel and Chachamim at the end of Rosh Hashanah, where according to Ram Gamliel, the Brisa seems to claim that the main Tefillah is the Tefillah of the Shliach Tzibur, the Tefillah, the communal prayer in which the entire community prays together, while according to Chachamim, the main Tefillah is the individual Tefillah of the Yachid, where, you know, the, where the Tefillah is Halachash. And the Shliach Tzibur, the Chazar Sashat, is only in order to be Motzi, somebody who didn't know how to David himself. Now, it's possible that the, these two different um, approaches regarding tefillah are a reflection of how one understands tefillah. Should tefillah be patterned after Avodah the Mikdash, which is patterned after the Kabanos Tzibur? If so, it would make sense that uh, the communal aspect of tefillah might be paramount. On the other hand, if we say Keneged Avos, uh, the Avos were individuals. It was before there was a community. It was before there was an Am Yisrael. There is no Tzibor. And nevertheless, we pattern our own tefillah after the tefillah of the Avos, after the tefillah of Shachris of Avram, Mincha of Yitzchak, and Arvis of Yaakov. Uh, be that as it may, I'd like to focus on uh, the Pasuk and our parsha, which deals with the Takana of Tefillah Shacharis, according to the Manda Amar, that Tefillos uh, Avos Tiknum, and so we're going to focus on the Tefillah, specifically Avram Tikain, Tefillah Shacharis. The Gemara brings a brisa to support that opinion, and uh, the Pasuk that the Gemara brings, uh, or that the brisa brings, in order to uh, indicate that Avram Avinu was betaking Tefillah Shacharis, is the following Pasuk, Tanya Kavasi Rav Yosef Rav Avram Tikein Tefillah Shacharis, Shene'emar, Vayashkem Avram Baboker El Makom Asher Amacham. Avram woke up early in the morning and he went to the place where he had stood. Ve'ein Amida Elatfila. When it says Amida, Amida is a reference to Tfila. We call we call we, we refer to Tfila as Amida. It's a reference to Tfila. And it quotes the Pasuk Shnemar Vayamod Pinchas Vayifalel. So the term Amida is a reference to Tfila. Avram woke up in the morning and he went to the place where he had stood. And from here, Chazal understand that Avram Avinu was metakein tefilas shacharis. The problem with this uh, brisa and this source is that the uh, the verb amad is in the past tense. In other words, if one would translate this pasuk, Avram woke up early in the morning and he went to the place where he had stood previously. 
Now, it's not a reference to a current tefillah now in the morning, but rather it's a reference to a past tefillah that was in the past. Amar might mean tefillah. Let's say, let's just, you know, like the, it says Amar refers to tefillah, fine. But it says Amar refers to a tefillah that he had in his follow previously. When was this previous tefillah? So, as I mentioned, this pasuk comes in the wake of the destruction of Stom Amora. He woke up the next morning and he looks and he, and he goes to the place where he had previously stood, and then he sees that Stone Vamora were destroyed. So what was the Makom Amadsham, the place that he had originally stood? Apparently it's a reference to the previous day, when Avram Avinu was told by the Malachim that HaKadosh Baruch Hu planned on destroying Stone Vamora, and at that point Avram Avinu petitioned HaKadosh Baruch Hu that... If there are 50 tzaddikim, 45 tzaddikim, 40, 30, 20, 10, that Stoma Mora should be spared. So that was the place that he had been omed the previous day when he prayed to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and petitioned to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Then he went to sleep and he woke up the next morning and he went to the place where the previous day he had petitioned to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and prayed to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What, at what time of the day did Avram Avinu, if so, prayed? Uh, the Pasuk says that Avram Avinu, the Malachim came when Avram Avinu was at the entrance of his oil, Kichom Hayom, in the middle of the day, sometime uh, at noon. He gave them to eat, he gave them to drink, they spoke to him. The Malachim leave him and come to Stoma Mora in the evening. So this entire petitioning of HaKadosh Baruch Hu took place somewhere in between noon and be, in between night. In other words, what we should conclude is that Avram was talking Tefillah Mincha. Because it's not a reference to the Tefillah that he was Mespalel the next day when he woke up early in the morning, but rather it's a reference to the Tefillah that he was Mespalel the previous day. Asher Amad Shem, in the past tense. And in the, in the previous day, he had petitioned HaKadosh Baruch Hu sometime in the afternoon. So how do we how we, are we going to understand uh, this price and the source that that Avraham Avinu is attacking Tefil Shacharis? Um, before uh, continuing, um, I just want to point out there's a Gemara in Yoma that says Amrav Safat Salusei Davram Mi'chimeshachrei Kosle. The Tefil of Avram is when the the walls start getting dark. In other words, when the when the sun starts going towards the towards the west and all of a sudden a shadow is formed on the walls. That's Tzlosei da Avram. That's the Tefillah of Avram. And uh, the Gemara says, let's also use you know, this method of knowing that it's already afternoon by taking a look at the shadows on the walls. Amrav Yosef, Adon me Avram, Nekom Nigmar. Why don't we learn out from Avram regarding the dinner of Kabanos, that Kabanos have to be brought Benar by him. And we'll see when the shadows begin to form on the walls, and at that point we'll start to bring the Kabanos. Uh, in other words, this Gemara is referring to Tzlosi Avram Michim Meshachrei Kosle as being a, the time frame of the afternoon. Uh, and therefore, we should use this method as well regarding our Kabanos, which have to be brought Ben Arbaim in the afternoon. Um, the Tosa special deals with this. Tzlosi Avram Avinu Michim Meshachrei Kosle Vim Tomar Ha'aminu Mebrachos Perek Tfilas Shashachar Yitzchak Tikein Tfilas Mincha So... The Rosh answers that after Yitzchak's attack in Mincha, so also Avram began to daven in Mincha. But Avram used the sign of the walls and the, and the shadows. 
And Rabbeinu Tam Pirish, the field Kodesh to take the Yitzchak Avram Omra, because Avram Avinu was Mekayim Kol Torah Kula. So even though it was a later Takar of Yitzchak, Avram already did it. Um, but the the you know, basically what the Tosfos Rush is saying is that Avram David Mincha and Slosi the Avram where he looked at the wall and the shadows of the wall is a reference to Tfilas Mincha. But the truth is, Avram was a Metaket Shachris. He happened to also David Mincha for whatever reason. Uh, one perhaps can claim that according to the Gemara Yoma, Slosi Davram is Mincha. And maybe there's a different tradition in which uh, Avram was Metaket Mincha and not, and not uh, Yitzchak. And uh, maybe it learned out from the Psukim, which we mentioned, Asher Amad Sham, which is a reference to the previous day's prayer, which was sometime in the afternoon. But uh, be that as it may, there's no doubt that the Brisa learns out that Avram was metaking tefillah shachris from that pasuk, and it doesn't uh, solve our problem of how we're to po- supposed to understand the uh, major um, position that tradition accepted, that Avram was metaking tefillah shachris. And that's the position that's mentioned in the Brisa. How are we supposed to learn from this Brisa that, Avra, that from this pasuk that Avram was metaking tefillah shachris? So the solution to this question is found in another Gemara in Brachos, and Davavim and Beis. The Gemara says, Amar Yerbi Chelbo, Amar Avuna, Kol HaKovea Makam L'Tfilaso, Elokei Avram Be'ezro, Ukshemes Omrimlo, E'anav, E'chastin, Mitamidav, Shel Avram Avinu. Rabbi Chelbo said in the name of Ravuna, whoever is Kovea Makam, who sets a certain place for his Tfilah, the Lord of Avram should come to his aid. And when he dies, what do you say in his Levaya? You say, he's an Anav, what a, you know, what a, uh, what, a what an Anav, what a Chassid, what a righteous person, um, what a humble person. Mitalmidav shel Avram Avinu, he's one of the disciples of Avram Avinu. And then the Gemara says, Avram Avinu minala, and the Kavah Makam Letfilaso. How do we know that Avram Avinu was Kavah Makam Letfilaso? And it quotes our Pasuk, Tersiv Ayashkim Avram Baboker, he quotes our Pasuk, he quotes our Drasha, and it says that from here we know that Avram Avinu was Kovea Makom Letfilaso. In other words, what the Gemara is saying is why did Avram wake up in the morning and go to the exact same spot that he had stood on the, the previous day in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Why did he go to the exact same spot that he had prayed the previous day. Apparently, because Avraham Avinu was Kovea Makam Letfilaso. He went to that spot because that was, a, that was the place that he was Kovea as a place of prayer. If so, what did he do the next morning? Why did he go? He woke up in the morning and he went to Shul, his own personal Shul. He went to the place where he had prayed the previous day. The previous day he prayed in the afternoon. He woke up in the morning and he went to that same spot. He went to his Shul. Why did he go to Shul? He was to pray again the next morning. In other words, according to the Gemara in Brachos, Daf Vav, that, that Avram Avinu is the purpose of going to the same spot we had prayed the previous day was what, to pray once again the next morning. So again, from here we see that Avram Avinu prayed Tfilas Shacharis. Okay, that's, uh, that's fine. The problem is, if so, Avram First of all, he prayed in the afternoon. Second of all, he prayed in Shachos. Why do we attribute only Shachos to Avram Avinu as opposed to, as opposed to Mincha? He davened Mincha in Shachos as well. 
So the answer to that question should be obvious. The, when Avraham Avinu daven the fir- pre- previous day, it wasn't because of any particular time of the day that he had chosen as a time of prayer. It, he was praying because at that point there was a need to pray. He had just been informed that Stone Vamoro would be destroyed. The time to petition HaKadosh Baruch Hu to save Stone Vamoro was at that point. In other words, he didn't daven in the afternoon because it was the afternoon. He davened after being informed that Stone Vamoro would be destroyed in order to save Stone Vamoro. He thought there might be innocent people there, they might be killed, and therefore if there are 50 tzaddikim or 10 tzaddikim, maybe it would be possible to save to save Stom Amora. So the, the, the prayer of the previous day had nothing to do with any specific time of the day. However, the next day, Vayashkov Avram Baboker, he woke up in the morning and he went to his shul to daven again. He was Kovea Makam Filaso. He went to his shul to daven again. Here we have an indication that Avram actually chose a certain point of the day in order to daven. And of course, we can understand why Tfilas uh, Shachris, which is you know, the, the new dawn, why the, the prayer of the beginning, the beginning of the morning of the, of the dawn is attributed to Avram Avinu, who was basically the one who, who discovered Emuna in a world full of Avodah I want to dwell a little bit on this din of Kovea Makam Letfilaso. Um, the Gemara says, somebody who's Kovea Makam Letfilaso, God of Avram should come to his aid, He's a humble person, he's a righteous person, he's one of the disciples of Avraham Avinu. You know, it seems to be, you know, a lot of praise to somebody who did, does no more than has a, a specific place in Shul. Why does the Gemara lavish such praise on this person who's Kovea Makom Letfilaso? So first of all, what does the din of Kovea Makom Letfilaso mean? Uh, according to Rabbi Yonah, it's not referring to shul, because the entire shul is a makam tefillah. When you daven outside of shul, then you have to have certain set place. You shouldn't feel that you can daven wherever you want. When you stand in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's, you have to have a certain amount of reverence. So either you go to shul, or if you're out of shul, then you have to have a specific place that you're a kovea. Um, Rabbi Niyon Rizal Kassav, Delo Itmar Hachibim Komos Beis HaKnesses. They came the kula makom tefila ela hakpidim yoshev pa'amim bezavid zo upa'amim bezavid zo in shul where you sit makes no difference. El ratzron lomar shekovea makom tefilaso bebeso. You know sometimes lo aleinu sometimes people don't make it to shul. When you daven at home, you should have a specific place at home that's designated as a place of davening. Shalafam eni yacholeches bebesakneses muspal bebeso miyached makom lakach. So according to Rabbi Yonah, it's referring to. Uh, designating a place outside of shul on those occasions where you can't make it to shul. Um, the Kolbo has a different opinion. He says, Kovea Makam Letfilaso means that you shouldn't shop for shuls. You should have a shul that you go to. You shouldn't go one day to shul number one and the next day try shul number two. Of course, it's not referring to somebody who has to go to a simcha, so he goes to a bar mitzvah, to another shul, that, there's nothing wrong with that. But to feel that you shop around for shul to try to catch the best one or the most convenient one, and you know, you should go to, you should have a shul that's, that, that's your bakam tefillah. But within the shul, a specific place, again, the kolbo, as well as Rabbi Yonah, uh, don't think that there's any need to have a specific place inside shul. Uh, as opposed to 
Rabbeinu Yonah in the Kolbo, the Rosh says that referring to in the Shul itself, Lo achas. He argues on the Kolbo, you don't need one Shul. Aval you have to have a specific place within the shul. In other words, you should have buy a seat in the shul, and that should be your seat. You shouldn't go walking around and davening in all kinds of different places. So we have three different opinions what this din means. But according to all of them, I don't understand why there's such praise in the Gemara. When he dies, uh, you say these wonderful things about him, and uh, the, the Lord of Avram should come to his aid. You know, what's the big deal? Okay, so you have a specific, a specific seat in Shul. Uh, okay, so you, when you daven outside of Shul, you daven in, in, in one particular place. What's, what's the big deal, um, and what's the, really the Gemara referring to? So I think that the, uh, the idea of Kovea Makamut Filaso, uh, although how exactly it expresses itself halachically, either if you choose Rabbi Yon or the Kolbo or the Rush, it's irrelevant, but it's a reference to something which is much, much deeper than any one particular place where you're davening. Kovea Makamut Filaso might refer to something else, and in that context, I'd like to uh, quote a Gemara that appears in the same place in the Vavamid Beis, if somebody comes to shul, and one day he didn't come to shul, HaKadosh Baruch Hu asks about him, Who among you is one who fears God? He's walking in the dark, and there's no sun shining on him. There's no light shining on him. And then the Gemara comments, Im mitzvah halach, If he didn't come to shul because he was busy doing a mitzvah, no galo, the, the light will shine on him. Im halach, however, if he's not there for, not for dvar mitzvah, but for some other reason, Ein no galo, yiftach b'ashem Hashem. He should have had faith in, in Hashem Hashem. My time with Zahavli Liftoch Bashem Hashem Velo Batach. He went for some other purpose. It means he didn't have faith in Akarish Baruch. Uh, this Gemara, at first glance, makes no sense. Somebody who didn't come to Shul one day, and it wasn't for Dvar Mitzvah, he woke up late, he was tired, he didn't feel so good, and he didn't come to Shul. So the light should not shine on him because he has no Bitachon in Hashem. Where's this an act of lack of Bitachon in Akarish Baruch? Okay, so he missed Minyan one day. What's the big deal? Um, it's terrible, he should have gotten up, he should have got. but if he didn't get up, it means that he was tired, it means he was lazy, it doesn't mean that he lacks bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch Why does the Gemara attribute lack of bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch to somebody who one day missed fila for Edvar HaRishos? Mori Varebi Rav Salvechik interpreted this Gemara as a reference to somebody who didn't come, not because he woke up late, but the Pasuk that the Gemara quotes is somebody who is in the dark. The Pasuk is, Asher halach chashechim no galo. He's walking in the dark. And Rav Salvejic suggested that it's referring to somebody who didn't come because he's depressed, because he's upset about something, and therefore he didn't come to shul. Now, if he doesn't come, 
you know, for a positive reason. That, that's one thing. But here we're talking about somebody, Asher, Halach Chashechim, Ve'ein Nogalo, somebody who's in the dark, somebody who's depressed, somebody who's upset, and therefore he just didn't have the, the koach to wake up and to go to shul. And uh, regarding that, uh, the Rav suggested that, you know, if somebody is upset about something, so normally what we say is, if we're depressed, if we're upset, if we have nobody to turn to, well, there's only one person that we can really turn to, and that's HaKadosh Baruch in other words, he should have had bitachon on Hashem, specifically because he was bachashechim v'lo no'ogalo. If somebody's in that state of depression, he's bachashechim v'lo no'ogalo, and therefore he stays at home, it means that, he, that he's not turning to the only source of, cons- of consolation and solace, which should be HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's exactly what the Gemara is referring to, it was instead of you know, the, the thing that he should have most done, the first thing that he should have done is wake up and go to shul and pray to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That should be the first thing that he does if he's upset and depressed about certain things. And, as, and, 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 and instead of waking up and going to shul, he stayed at home, which means that you know, in a very profound way, he's lacking bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and he didn't turn to the only thing that really can give him light and hope, and that's bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, if so, this Gemara is, again, referring to the fact that Avodah Hashem and Tefillah is an expression of a certain amount of consistency. That your Aragil level of Beis HaKnesses, kol yom, every day you come, and one day you didn't come. What does that indicate? Not coming one day because you're upset, because you're depressed, is an indication that there's a chisar in your, in your Avodah Hashem. There's Avodah Hashem, and tefillah is what? Tefillah is Avodah Hashem alayv. And Avodah Hashem is something which should be constant and consistent. And therefore, you should, be, you should always be somebody who turns to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And worships Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and the the, the being ragel of all based Knesset Kol Yom is not an expression of discipline, but rather it's a deep expression of one's avodas Hashem, that one is over Hashem Kol Yom, and one always constantly turns to Hakadosh Baruch Hu as the source of all his hope. Uh, if so, what I would like to suggest is one can make a similar claim regarding Kovea Makomot Filaso. Raglavel based Hesus Kalyom is in time. Kovay and Makamat is the same idea, but regarding space. That one has one specific place, and that's where he constantly davens, and that is an expression of the constancy and consistency of his, of his Avodah Hashem. That there's a certain, as ha Kevis Achat Hasebabokev, as Kevis Hashem Tasebin Arbaim, there's a certain consistency to his Havodos Hashem that he constantly davens, his Kovea Makamut Filaso is an expression of a Kfius in his Tfila in a much, much more, more deeper sense, in terms of him as an Avodash, Ovid Hashem, and him as Mespalo. So you have these two Gemaras, one which comes right after the other. And I think both Ragil of all Koyom, that every day, day after day after day, you come to shul, and whether in shul or out of shul, every day, day after day, you daven in the same space, 
We're talking about that tefillah should have a certain amount of kfius, a certain amount of constancy and consistency. The, what convinces me that this uh, suggestion is correct is the source that the Gemara quotes. Let's go back to the biblical source. Vayashkim Avram Baboker Elamakom Asher Amad Sham. And if we think about the context, the previous day, Avram Avinu had petitioned Takarish Baruch Hu to save Stone Vaamora. And he wakes up the next morning and he looks towards Stone Vaamora. And what does he see? He sees that there's nothing left but smoke. It was all destroyed. All of Stone Vamora was destroyed. How does Avram Avinu react? The previous day he stood, he cried, he petitioned to Agarish Baruch Hu to, stay, to save Stone Vamora. He wakes up the next day and he looks towards Tom Amora, he goes to the same exact space where the previous day he had, he had petitioned Takarish Baruch He looks out at Kikar Yadain, it's all destroyed. What, is Moshe, what does Avram Avinu do? And according to Chazal, what Avram Avinu does is he prays to Akarish Baruch Theoretically, one can be upset, one can... Uh, one can one, 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 one can feel maybe there's no purpose to prayer, one can maybe be angry, one can be depressed. There are a lot of things that you can be. But what Avram Avinu is, is humble. He accepts HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the infinite wisdom of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He accepts the Gzair of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And according to Chazal, he goes to the same place in order now to pray again. That exactly is, I think, what the Gemara is referring to, a anav, where's the anava? The anava, the humility to realize that, to accept the infinite wisdom of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And if I prayed for something, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't grant me it, maybe it's because it's not the right thing. The idea of consistency in prayer is that even when our prayer is not answered, we still come the next day and we pray again. Because we recognize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Shomeat Filah, but it doesn't necessarily mean that he has to fulfill all our wishes. So that's the humility, a anav, a chasid, and the righteousness that despite the fact that he wasn't listened to, nevertheless he prays again. And then, So I think if one takes a look at the biblical context of the Pasuk, which Chazal used as the source that Moshe Rabbeinu woke up in Matakin Shachris, it's a very, very powerful Pasuk that also reflects that idea of being kovea makamut filaso, that even after the previous day, you petitioned HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and none of it was accepted, nevertheless, the, the kochos hanefesh, to wake up the next morning and to pray again, that's the idea of being kovea makam lutfilaso, of of having that constant and consistent uh, expression of worship in Agarish Baruch Hu, and being an Ever Hashem, and in a consistent way, 
and being boteach b'ashem, having faith in Hakadosh Baruch Hu, having faith in Hakadosh Baruch Hu's wisdom, and the fact that my personal prayers weren't answered, that in no way uh, undermines or takes away from my my personal avodas Hashem. So I think that's the story over here, where Chazal understand that this this to be the source of Avam Avinu Metakin Tfil Shacharis. The context is the previous day's petition of Hakadosh Baruch Hu which was not limited to any time frame, but it was a reaction to the information which he had just received. We petitioned Rakhar Baruch Hu to save Stoma Mora. He goes to sleep the next morning, early in the morning, the first thing he does, he wakes up and he runs to the exact same place. He sees Stoma Mora destroyed. And what does he do? He prays again. And that was the first Tefillah of Avinu. That was the Takana of Tefillah Shacharis.